0: Welcome to Vegan Boss Radio, where we will be talking about all things related to business, health, and lifestyle.
1: We connect with passionate vegans from around the world so they can share their stories, challenges, and what it's like to navigate being vegan in a non vegan world.
0: This episode of Vegan Boss Radio is brought to you by Plant Life Nutrition. Plat Life
1: Nutrition is Vancouver's first fully vegan nutrition store. This is
0: also where I offer my vegan nutrition, coaching services, and custom meal plan services. And these are available both in person at the store and online.
1: And what's so great about Plant Life is when you shop at the store,
0: you know everything
1: is vegan approved and nutritionist approved. So they've really done the homework for you.
0: For 10% off all products and services, follow them on Instagram at Plant Life Nutrition and comment Vegan Boss on their latest posts. Today our guest is Ravi Bogan. He is a vegan bodybuilder and actually competes, so he's a nationally qualified physique athlete. Um, We're really happy to have you on the show and chat with you and just learn all about your story. how you got here (laughs) great
2: thank you so much for having me i'm excited to be here
0: (laughs) so did you want to
1: share with us a little bit of what got you started on your vegan journey and on your fitness journey or if it was at the same time
2: yeah sure um they almost overlapped um i'm 35 now and in my late 20s i mean i've been trying to work out since i first moved to canada when i was 18 you know i weighed about 110 pounds and you know people in England are traditionally very very thin and I just kind of blended in and then I came here and you know with my family members and cousins all some of them power and everybody farm builds I was you know the size of their leg <laughs> so I was like okay I was determined to kind of get up to their level and it took me a long time to figure out nutrition and how to eat um, for training but I more just worked up because I enjoyed it I didn't really see any results and then when it came around to my late 20s I took it a little bit more seriously I had uh, one of my close friends, Alan, who just began coaching me. Um, He's a very knowledgeable, um, knowledgeable guy in the gym. He started coaching me, um, but we kind of did some experimenting with the diet back then. So I did the keto diet for almost three years. Um, Not proud to say that anymore. (laughs) So it was a it was tricky, Um, but I did it from the bodybuilding perspective. And, you know, my knowledge now has come a lot further, but even now the industry is very um a little bit backwards and and old school that sense that you really have to kill yourself on your nutrition to hit any sort of physique and I just believed it that's what everybody told me so I did the no carb for um, two summers just to get down to look like I was in shape Mm -hmm. and I got down to 165 in one summer and then 170 another summer um, wasn't really gaining much mass, but you know I was lean, and I was like, okay, I kind of want to go do my first show.
3: Mm.
2: And then it came around uh, around eight months, or about yeah, about eight, seven, eight months before the first show. Again, I was doing aggressive keto, um, and I was actually helping my brother move. He you know needed help moving some stuff in storage. He ordered some uh, fresh sliced pizza, and I hadn't eaten in like eight hours, and I was like, oh, I just I just really need some food. And he got me some uh, some butter chicken pizza which he didn't eat me at the time he was vegan but he thought I did um, and which I did but I wasn't a fan of um, that type of food it was very high in fat mm-hmm. and the g- fats I didn't enjoy so I was like okay well I'll eat it because I'm hungry I had about five slices and I had food poisoning every day for six weeks and it would not go away <sighs> it would not stop and I I was um, I was in the best shape of my life at that point I was made 180 pounds about 184. Um, body fat was somewhere between seven and 10. I wasn't as good as measuring it back then, but I was basically entering my prep for my (laughs) first show. And I went in six weeks to 167 pounds and probably about 15% body fat because I just wasn't digesting anything. I didn't even really notice in the gym because my, my training partner at the time was my younger cousin. Um, and I would wear hoodies all the time in the gym because I didn't want to show Anybody what my physique looked like? I was like, no, I want to go into my first show and just be surprised. (laughs) Be like, look. So I wouldn't really look at myself at home. I just kept training, training, until one day I wore a a T-shirt. And he stopped, he looked at me, and he said, Rav, you look like you've lost some weight. And I was like, what? And I went to go on the scale, and I remember I said 175, which was I dropped 10 pounds at that point. Mm -hmm. And then I kept dropping, and I was like, no, all these symptoms, and my stomach's been bothering me. I just thought it would go away and kept Mm -hmm. pretending it wasn't there. So not the best attitude to have when you have – apparently a large digestion issue i just kept saying it'll go away it'll go yeah. away and then before i knew it, it had been six seven weeks i had lots of testing from mds who kept saying you're healthy there's nothing wrong with you um, even though i was dropping weight and not clearly not digesting anything
3: yeah that's not normal yeah <laughs>
2: and i kept saying i was like well what can you recommend yeah. now and i wouldn't really get a reply so i got set up with a naturopath okay. um, who really helped me on my journey and she basically started off doing her testing and was the first person to mention to me that I was allergic to, probably allergic to all animal proteins. Um, Mm. I didn't really understand what else to eat at that point in my life. I was like, you know, what causes? She was, you know, we talked about a little bit about the keto diet that I did and Mm. how it may have really burnt out my immune system. Um, And then we talked about possibly the parasites that I ingested because whatever testing um, they did on their side, they said I had five or six parasites, candida problems. Um, my small yeah. intestine had been with the, I don't know if you've heard about this, uh, that SIBO test, the breathing test. We did that. She was like, yeah, you're extremely positive for having that. So the small intestine um, was infected and I would get mm. the flu at that point nonstop three, four times a year and they would last for about a month.
3: Oh my God. Um, and
2: I was like, I, haven't, I had zero immune system <laughs> yeah. at that point. So that lasted for about a year and a half before I finally started building an immune system again um, through whatever happened. Um, but I was basically told from her, and I'm Andrea, forever thankful for her to say, try going vegan. Mm-hmm. And my response sitting in her office was, okay, what do you mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she said, well, just try not eating any animal proteins. Yeah. And I said, I don't quite understand what that means. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because in my circle, um, even though my brother had gone vegan, we didn't we used to talk nutrition. Um, all my friends, all, my, all the personal trainers I knew, my coaches knew the traditional way so i said okay this is what i need to do to get healthy i had already lost so much muscle mass mm-hmm. that it took me you know four or five years to gain um i'm what they call an ectomorph so naturally very thin you know 110 pounds at 18 years old mm-hmm. um, i'm naturally very thin so it takes me a long time to build something right. so i said you know what i need to do this my mom was already almost vegan she had a little bit of dairy but East Indian cooking is a lot of lentils mm-hmm. spices um, you know lots of vegetables basically so she made me some curries and quinoa and i had that basically three four times a day that's all i touched it was lots of ginger garlic yeah. lots lot of stuff i wasn't even a fan of but i was like this is going to help my gut bacteria heal and get mm-hmm. stuff out and take i took the medication that i got i was like this is what i'm going to do so i did it for six months I got a lot healthier I felt great Uh, energy levels were up still wasn't digesting perfect but I was like I'm so much better than I was I was back up in weight to uh, about early 180 pounds I hadn't been going to the gym because I couldn't train as soon as I put any type of stress in my system I got a whole lot worse Um, probably your
0: energy was so down too because you're just not absorbing no not (laughs) not at all
2: for those first uh, I'd say for those that first month even doing the plant-based diet I was still recovering like i i got the flu during that time as well and i was like okay i need to build 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 yeah and then when i got better out of the flu i was like just i had no motivation to go to the gym either i was felt so defeated inside i was like i'm never gonna get to the show Mm -hmm. (laughs) but you know after six months i went and saw her again or i've seen her multiple times through that but i we went through a testing period we did all the same testing and she was like okay you're so much more healthier meds are working Mm -hmm. diets working everything seems to be working um, and she said, "If I wanted to, I could incorporate animal proteins again." And I paused, and I was like, "I was like, okay." So I called my coach immediately when I got home, um, and he was like, "Okay, get on eating chicken again. Get on eating rice, broccoli. We need to prepare you for next, next show, which would be basically almost one year to that day." Um, and I said, "Okay." So I went home, I started meal prepping, and before I started eat, um, before I started eating, I was cooking it. And I sat down, I have a dog, a Portuguese water dog, Lola. And I had a realization, I sat there, and I remember a conversation I actually had with my brother before I actually got sick, where he was talking to me a little bit about going vegan, and I was so on the other side. I was that guy, you know, yelling at activists, if they're on the street, be like, go eat a steak. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'd flex, and be, even though I wasn't big, I was like, ah. Yeah. So I was I was kind of that guy. I mean, I wouldn't be rude about it, but yeah. if I was having a talk, I'd be like, no, there's only one way to do it, Yeah keto, yeah. and it's this way. Um, so I was a little bit rude to him as well, and I flashback on that where he had just made the comparison, like, you know, what's the difference between the chicken you're eating on the plate and your dog, Lola? Because I was like, oh, she wants some too. And I basically just made a joke, like, oh, she wishes she can eat it too when you talking about ha-ha. And I was sitting there looking at the same plate in the same spot at my dinner, ta- dinner table, and I was, like, I was like, I wonder how come I said that because now I've been eating such a different way. Yeah. I feel so much better. And I was like, and I need to eat this for bodybuilding. But I still believed I needed it for bodybuilding. Mm-hmm. So I took one bite and just said, this is gross. Because it had been so long since I've had that texture, and yeah. it was so, I cooked it the exact same way I always used to. I was like, this is dry, yeah. this doesn't taste good. I wanted to go back to my lentils. And I was like, I don't know how to cook it, because my mom lived down the street. Mm-hmm. Like she lived literally 30 seconds around the corner. I was like, mom, you got any curries? <laughs> and I went back over and we had dinner there, and that's where I realized, I was like, okay, I can't do this. So I carried on, that was not about, um September, September to December, I stayed plant-based, felt great. Mm-hmm. And then I re-spoke to my coach who was like, okay, can you at least incorporate fish? Even though I was doing well in the gym, okay. I was progressing. He was still interested, but can you eat fish? And I was like, oh, I guess so. I haven't tried fish in the longest time. So I started eating uh, eating some salmon, um, some tuna on some business trips. I had some business trips, so tuna was an easy go-to, just canned um, not the healthiest way to eat it. You know, I put some mayonnaise on it, just ate it out of a mm-hmm. can. Um, I used learned, to do that all the time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've learned a lot more now, yeah. you know, if I was putting a bit of mustard on, i be like, no, this is delicious. <laughs> and it's just gross to me now. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I was doing that. And then, um, I was actually doing a meal prep service. I had a uh, fitness foods and then actually chomp vegan eatery. I was ordering their meal preps as well to keep my plant-based side going because I just wasn't good at cooking at that point yet. Um, so I had like a 50, 50 balance, but I was still consuming a lot of fish and then, it was a, it was on the end of the second order. I had two months into this, you know, pescatarian diet, I guess call it. And I finally, I just said, you know what? I don't like the taste of this anymore. It, I, f- I felt like I felt better on the plant-based diet. Mm-hmm. I couldn't be sure, but I was I just said, I honestly don't like the taste of it. I'm enjoying a lot of the spices that I'm experimenting with. I'm just going to do this. And then I started ordering more from CHOMP to kind of get more ideas on what to actually cook. Mm-hmm. Um, at that point, was probably the biggest impact to my ego i'd say because growing up in england i've played football or soccer here my whole life um i'm proud to say i've usually always been the best player in my team or at least the top two um at a point i went to play semi-pro when i was 11 years old playing with 14 and 15 year olds because they wanted to push me to get to a professional player um family couldn't really afford it at the time so we I wasn't allowed to play in the games. I was so small, but he wanted me to improve. So they pulled me out and I was like, all right, it doesn't matter. I went to play with my friends. But when I came to Canada, I played for a team. You know, usually always one of the best players on there. And one of the games I started, I was coaching a team for five years here. You know, my friends just voted me to coach and said, you need to take over the team. I was happy to do it. And I'm an organized person. And I was playing and I realized that I had no hand-eye coordination. Like it was just getting worse and worse. And I noticed it a little bit before, but... I had a few weeks off from playing football and I came and I was just like, I'm not doing very well. That's like I was strange. trying to, I was always the fastest sprinter, you know, I did the hundred mm-hmm. meters in about 11 to 11 and a half seconds. Yeah. And I had no coordination. I was like, I don't really understand what's going on. Um, and then the week afterwards is where I broke my ankle because I was trying to cross the ball and I just kicked the ground. I was, I remember looking at the ball and being like, you know, I can't seem to judge where it is. And I went to it with my left foot and my ankle just snapped no. backwards. Um, And I fell down, I kind of looked, and because I was so, my ego was just exploded. I looked at the ground, my friends were just like, oh, are you okay? And I was like, oh, I tripped. And I brushed off that my ankle was like already swelling and hurting. I was like, no, I'm fine, I'm fine. And I rolled off, I was like, hey, just sub, I'm kind of tired. And I sat on the side, that's when everybody saw, they're like, what happened? And I was like, I "I have no idea. And I didn't want to be honest at that point. I was like, I don't quite understand what happened here. And then it healed, it healed after about a month or so. I was able to walk on it again. Came back to the team. Everyone's like, Raph, you know, we need we need you on the team. I was like, I'm gonna go and goal. because um, I was very like nervous to go back on the field, but I was a good goalie, and I was like, I'll go and goal for everybody. I let in two goals where the ball was just bouncing towards me, and I for some reason I just couldn't tell where it was. And it was so embarrassing. And I told a couple of players on the team at that point that I was close friends with because they were just like, What's going on? Personal life distracted and i just told them i was like i don't know but i'm going to see a doctor had some testing done by the naturopath and an md who said you most likely have mercury poisoning um, or at least some form of heavy metal poisoning oh
0: my god um, with all my that's so scary yeah because i i mean i
2: described like i have this cup of tea here and i would knock it over probably one out of five times trying to pick it up and i couldn't it was embarrassing at home to sit there and try and pick something up i have little symptoms now yeah um, which I used to have before from like low blood sugar issues like growing up kind of hypoglycemic um, which I don't have anymore I managed to cure that again through diet but you know if I pick up if I pick up this I still can't seem to stay s- still my hand still shakes and I always test it myself I'm like am I better yet? <laughs> like is this gone? <laughs> yeah um, you know when I'm at parties someday I hold a glass of wine or I yeah. can it's very visible so I've gotten yeah. the habit of putting it on a table and having my hand next to it You know, to try and mitigate that conversation always comes up, like, hey, how come you're shaking? And I'm like, I'm really trying not to. (laughs) Yeah. I can't seem to get rid of that. But it took a few months. I did like a slantro detox Mm -hmm. with a a different supplement that she gave me. Did you do like
0: IV chelation?
2: I didn't actually get around to doing any type of IV chelation. Okay. Um, Maybe that's something I need to try to maybe go the 100%. Yeah.
3: Because
2: I'm a majority healed, but yeah, I still have some weird recurrences of it. I never actually went back to playing football again regularly. I played like two, three times a year for my team. Been like I'm kind of retired. That's crazy. <laughs> like, how
1: long you put up with those symptoms? Oh,
2: you tell me. <laughs> <laughs> like
1: that must have been so challenging and like isolating in a way. If you were keeping that to yourself too.
2: Yeah, it it, it definitely was. Um, I've always been the type of person to, I mean, even before I was vegan or doing any sort of activism um i've always been one to want to help others and never want to burden my own Mm -hmm. issues onto somebody Mm -hmm. else um so i was always good at being logical and realizing like okay do i need to do this have a process you know lots of people call me like a robot in terms of (laughs) in terms of my process because i'm like no i'm just very organized Mm -hmm. this is what i need to do and i'm just going to go and do it i'm very quick at making decisions but i look back on that and i think emotionally and it took its toll um Mm -hmm. like you know how i dealt with things and personal life and i really wish i had opened up a little bit earlier to talk to people about it because i remember when i spoke to um my one of my best friends taylor um i started talking to him more about it and i felt so much better um and then with my fiance now you know when i started telling about you know what was going on and what i went through and you just feel so much better it's like wow like takes like a weight off your shoulders to actually talk oh, to someone right, about yeah. it because they get, everybody gives you such good advice back that yeah. I didn't think of before was, yeah um so you're right like I I you know I look back on that journey and I again I learned from that I'm like you know I need to be a little bit more open to mm-hmm. tell my story a little bit more that's why I've taken opportunities recently like the CBC segment um, news articles um different interviews I've done with people now including this one as mm-hmm. a chance to share what I went through because I really don't want someone else mm-hmm. to be going through something similar you know yeah dealing with all the challenges I have to travel for work so much trying to eat in places in the states that have no idea what vegetarian mm-hmm. even is and then I have to make a meal from the sides yeah and be like well, did you put any gluten in this because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know you put yeah. milk powder on fries sometimes yeah. and oh, you know I'm and and figure it out because if I have the slightest thing I do still get sick yeah um a lot healthier now Luckily, and that's, you know, majority due to just eating whole foods now. Um, mm-hmm. I stay away from processed foods so much to the point where I grew up having a huge oh. sweet tooth. I could eat a box of cookies in one sitting and have mm-hmm. no side effects from it and just walk away. But yeah, I'm still hungry. Uh, my metabolism is still super fast, but I have no want for sugar foods yeah. anymore or salty foods. So that tells me my gut bacteria
3: mm-hmm.
2: or that's what I researched. Anyways, yeah. it's become a lot healthier yeah. and I no longer have cravings like that could be a plate of cookies and i'm like i'm okay you know i've always been one to eat for performance as well so i started being able to say no a lot more because i wanted to go to the gym and improve not sell myself back you know so but i don't have the craving for it anymore and i love that i was wasting so much money on oreos (laughs) (laughs) that's
0: so interesting about the mercury because that's like a conversation that i've had with my clients and Mm. like i teach nutrition well i used to teach at a college and um yeah we talk about that always like in theory like oh fish has mercury mm-hmm. but i've never had a client where they ha- started like having the symptoms. Like, the symptoms like that
2: that's uh yeah i've done a like when when i do activism events mm-hmm. um and when i'm even when i'm just talking like i get a lot of conversation and banter at the gym yeah especially this last prep like it's wearing a lot of vegans shirts, like my own brand yeah. now and like the stringers and Lots of people approach me for diet advice and can you coach me? And I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm happy to help. You know, I won't even charge you because I just (laughs) want to help. I don't need to. It's fine. Just promise me you'll check in with me weekly kind of thing. Um, But a conversation that comes up a lot is specifically about fish. And when someone who eats fish and believes in it, I let them talk and explain what they get for it. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's, it's funny. Like a lot of people always assume because I'm vegan, I've always been vegan, never ate meat before apparently never tried Mm -hmm. fish have no idea what it can do for my body and make me you know suddenly I'm Mr. Olympia if I have a slice of salmon I don't know Um, but when I talk about it I say you know fish is a kind of a sore spot for me not just from Mm -hmm. the animal activism side which I understand lots of people don't really think about that side when they're training for fitness they just want to push their own physique and they don't really care who it harms Um, but when I talk about you know what I went through with the mercury poisoning and the long symptoms and still having symptoms, mm-hmm. the response I kind of get back is kind of like, you know, wide-eyed, jaw-drop, like, well, that's, like, a rare case, though, right? That doesn't happen to everybody. And I'm like, you're talking to somebody yeah. <laughs> right now. Yeah. Um, An example I always give, like, especially when in the gym, I'll just pick up the shaker cup and kind of hold it and be like, this is not, you know, I'm not doing this on purpose. Um, this is just whatever leftover side effect, I think, but, you know, you don't want to have these issues. Like, just please... And I don't push, like, cut it out of your diet 100%, -hmm. move on with it, don't touch it because, honestly, I'm just going to get a wall put in front of them at that point. And I've learned that, and I've been like, okay, I'm not trying to, while I do a lot of stuff for animal activism, you know, my vegans page and brand is really focused on health and performance Mm -hmm. and fitness. And while that is based on plant-based, I've lived both sides of the coin, Mm -hmm. and it is far better. Uh, for numerous reasons, which we can go into. Um, but there's, you know, there's a transition period for lots of people that have helped go vegan, and mm-hmm. if I just told them at the start, just do it, called them names or something, they'd still be eating meat, but now yeah. they're vegan. Yeah. So there was a bit of a transition, mm-hmm. but once they started incorporating the meals, like, hey, this tastes great. You know, my I have a friend from England who plays on my football team, Johnny, who loves my mom's cooking, and he's like, he called me after the Game Changers movie, he watched it, and he was yeah. like, all right, we're doing it hundred percent we've oh. been talking about it. we've seen your stuff, you're doing well. game changes has made me finally do it and I'm like so I gave him a bunch of advice, yeah. I help him out and you know I'm not coaching him, mm-hmm. but he's on a he's a big guy too like um, tall, great athlete yeah. and he's like, no, me and my wife are doing it and I'm like. Um. Keep, get, awesome. keep getting more messages like that. And I'm just sitting here like, this Game Changers really nice. <laughs> Yeah, I to say, like <laughs> yeah. being in the fitness world, mm-hmm. you must
1: have been so happy when Game Changers came out. Because that oh. saved you a lot of time probably from having oh. to give Your the whole
2: explanation. spiel. <laughs> and just, like, just
1: go watch Game Changers. <laughs> it's on Netflix. Then let's yeah. talk tomorrow. <laughs> you could
2: look at my Instagram. There's so many messages like that. I'll <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> say, yeah, have you seen it? Um, yeah, well, we, um, we took a couple of friends who are – Competitors as well. Um, one of my best friends, Derek, and his girlfriend Jen—they both compete. Uh, we took them to watch *The Game Changers*. They're still meat eaters, but mm-hmm. they were—they're very they're always very open-minded, which mm-hmm. I love about people. You know, that's why I keep mm-hmm. them as such good friends. Um, so we went to watch *Game Changers* at a—I think it was the Mount Lehman Theater in Abbotsford. They had a one show in there. Um, bought some tickets, watched it, and they were just kind of blown away, as I was, because I was sitting there. The movie finished, and all I could think to myself was, "It's taken me." Four years of research as somebody just put it in an hour documentary. (laughs) Every single thing I researched (laughs) to believe, you know, I read Proteinaholic, China Study, like all these different books by those authors to really believe it, you know, inside Mm -hmm. so I can be comfortable not only for myself but to talk to somebody else about Mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Because I'd say for the first year doing it plant based, I didn't speak about it because I was on a test for myself to say I need to make sure Mm -hmm. I know the knowledge, the research, the results before I go tell somebody else to do it Mm -hmm. and that came strictly from I was promoting keto to people because I saw body fat loss Mm
3: -hmm.
2: I didn't think about anything internal and I just told people nope it works for me even though it technically wasn't I got sick and everything Mm -hmm. but I would promote it, I would write diet plans for people I would kind of coach them through their journey when I worked at the RCMP like I helped people there And I look back at that and I'm like, I was one of those people. (laughs) I was spreading a bit of misinformation, but I was very quick to just jump on the keto train. And so this time Mm -hmm. I was prepared to be like, okay, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to talk purely in what I'm doing to people that ask if they're curious, Mm -hmm. but I'm not going to talk about it openly until I know the research Mm -hmm. 100%. And I was only focused on health now. I was not focused on what you can make your physique look like. It was just health that's it okay. and the, the benefit of being like well plants have protein kind of thing just came along with it yeah that was accidental baggage yeah <laughs> so
0: your instagram is vegains mm. so let's talk about gains a little bit yeah <laughs> <laughs> so like what was your experience gaining muscle like doing keto and then just like regular mm. non-vegan if you were doing that at all and then yeah. as a vegan now
2: yeah so um so the journey started you know w- before i started working out even before I started doing keto, I was about 175 pounds, probably about 18% body fat. Um, you know, I was always, in England, 110 pounds, so I always had abs. Skinny guy with abs, who cares? That's <laughs> so like, even now it show people are like, like, oh, you know, get your abs a bit more symmetrical. I'm like, I don't want abs. I've had that. I've had that my whole life. I don't want it anymore. <laughs> yeah. But when I started doing it, you know, I dropped body fat. I looked more in shape because, you know, the, the muscles mm-hmm. round. You dropped the body fat on your arms, chest, and everything. Um, I was very flat, though. You know, I was just still very slim, but I got better in shape physically, um, just aesthetically. Um, I still found it tough to gain gain muscle mass, to put on size, um, you know, in the off-season, trying to do a traditional bulk, eat as much as I can. Um, did get a whole load of results, but I, you know, every summer I'd be maybe two to three pounds heavier when I did my when I did the cut, and I was feeling okay. I was like, okay, I'm making progress. That's really all I cared about. I compared one summer to the next summer, and I was like, okay, you know, I did some Vegas trips with friends for, like, their stags. And I was like, wow, I look so much better than that year. Okay, we'll go Vegas again. Mm-hmm. I'll do it again. <laughs> that was a celebration. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then when everything happened and I, and I kind of went downhill, um, I never thought I'd regain the physique I had, which was, you know, mid-180s um, and somewhat lean. I'm uh, not staging, but somewhat lean. I probably would have been on stage, or the first time I was on stage was about 167. Um, and then the second time, this is uh, when I was plant-based, second time I was on stage, I was 172, which was last August, and this time I was 174, but I was a lot less body fat than last year, so I gained about six to seven pounds probably. Um, Right now I'm sitting about 190. Um, Before I compete again, I kind of want to get to 205 to 210, which Mm -hmm. the most I've ever weighed in my life Mm -hmm. is 198, which took, I think, 6,000 calories a day for a while to get there. Um, so maybe with a expert nutritionist, you can maybe help me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> along there. Because there was way too much food. I was like, I can't. You're probably eat much eating fruit. from
0: morning to night.
2: <laughs> I was I was uh, staying up till yeah. 12, 1 a.m. just to get an extra meal. Oh wow! Um, and waking up to walk walk the walk my yeah. puppy that time. Mm-hmm. Like okay, I'm just gonna six a.m. I'm just eating, you know, a bunch huh. of fruit first, and then I'll go for a walk yep. just to squeeze it in. Um, but it taught me a lot about nutrition timing as well, and you know mm-hmm. how often I was eating fruit before bed, and everybody's like, "Don't do that! You're gonna get fat." And then I realized I've been doing this for months. Why am I still lean? Mm-hmm. You know, that question started popping ahead. Okay, yeah. I gotta take all this industry knowledge that I've learned over this many years and just kind of put it in the drawer and say, <laughs> yeah. "I'm starting off blank slate, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna go against the grain yeah. with what, however, I feel." Yeah. and it's been, mm-hmm. it's been a crazy journey to see mm-hmm. how dropping body fat getting stage shape is completely the opposite of what i was taught um and i still get a lot of pushback from oh, friends and, yeah and i just say well i'm doing a journey and yeah. i'm getting the results but for some reason i still get a lot of pushback
0: yeah. <laughs> i mean with all the like Interest now in plant-based because mm-hmm. of like the Game Changers movie. I'm that. seeing a lot of like the backlash to.
2: There's a lot of Joe Rogan people yeah, out there. <laughs> yeah, totally. But there's it's been yeah, yeah it's been talked about. I talk yeah. about it with some friends that have seen it who just yeah. ask me to be honest, and yeah. I give the pros and cons that I like yeah. about the movie, um, and however they take it nice. is how they kind of want to take it. And I understand that thought. You know, if I have a previous perception,
3: mm-hmm. if
2: I don't like, you know an apple laptop and someone shows it to me i'm going to find one thing Mm -hmm. and focus on that and say it's not good because of that you can give me all the research in the world but i don't like it because of that and i like this pc it's just it's just kind of the way it works and
1: i mean even like with the game changers or just like looking at vegan athletes alone like research and data aside like if you want to call that biased or fake news or (laughs) whatever (laughs) you can't lie with the fact that this person exists yeah like here is a vegan athlete yeah. yeah they are alive they're thriving they're winning they're doing really well
0: you can't gain muscle if you're protein deficient so no. yeah look at all the people that are doing so that, that alone no. does say something yeah.
2: in my opinion it does you know there's athletes in the movie like namai delgado who's been yeah. vegetarian since birth mm-hmm, vegan for yeah. years and years now um tor washington wasn't in that movie he was in a he did a, another documentary he's out of miami um Again, been vegan for, I think, 15 years now. He's an IFBB pro. Um, I'm actually trying to hire him as my next coach. Oh, um, he's so busy doing all these veg fests. So, yeah. Tor, if you're listening, come on. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he's he's an amazing guy. I met him at the Veg Expo here, actually, nice. uh, in May, was it? He came to the one here. But there's tons of athletes, like oh, L- yeah. Lewis yeah. Hamilton. You know, I grew up in England, so F1, Formula okay. 1 is a huge industry. So, watching Lewis Hamilton yeah. and realizing he was plant-based when I was already plant-based. And I was like he's vegan i was like (laughs) hamilton and i was like that was kind of blown away like no way (laughs) yeah i'm a huge tennis fan and (laughs) when i found out Djokovic and the williams sisters had gone plant-based for health and they were promoting it and i was just like how are all these people you know thriving at the top top of their sports uh but people like i said people find any reason not to like i've seen a lot i've done a, a lot of the research myself and i replied to some people who say you know these are you know people i know in the industry locally here mm-hmm. who say well you know Djokovic, since he went vegan has been non-stop injured and he hasn't won anything in the past like four years so he's not at the top of his game when he went vegan he went down the drain and i say i listen i say okay cool uh, give me a minute and i'm like okay i'm not gonna tell you you're wrong or you're lying or i don't think you're right because i don't yeah. know so I'm, I'm like i follow jokovic jokovic's career mm-hmm. i don't know what he's been like the last few years kind of fell off tennis a little bit so i went and researched He's won Wimbledon in 2019, Grand Slams pretty much every year, or other titles yeah. every single year, and he's not ranked number one anymore. But yeah. he's old now. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he won Wimbledon. That's the biggest one there is to yeah. win of 2019. Yeah. So I replied to him with that. I didn't even get a response.
1: Yeah.
2: You know, once someone's been. If they're if they're speaking based on ego, yeah. they're not gonna be to, willing to mm-hmm. to hear that. Yeah. People
1: say the same thing about the vegan um, football players. If oh yeah, they have injuries or anything tennis, like that. Yeah. It's like it's football. First of all, there's always injuries. <sighs> well, there was
2: the the quarterback. Um, I can't remember his I can't remember his name, but they were complaining like somebody was promoting on one of the mm-hmm. one of the, the videos or one of the threads. Anyhow, how well he's vegan. He's been injured for so many years, and then. Kind of replied to it like he just plays in the NFL, man. Yeah. <laughs> like and isn't he's been like, playing for a long
1: time, like he's yeah. not like a fresh new player. Yeah, he was he's like,
2: not, like old. he's one yeah. of the top ranked quarterbacks. Yeah. He's injured yeah. from taking huge hits from fridges yeah. hitting you. Like, I'm yeah. sorry, you're gonna get hurt. And then my only reply back was saying, Well, isn't Tom Brady heavily plant based, whether he's vegan or not? He's heavily yeah. plant based and he's the best out there. Yeah. Look how yeah. old he is, he's still thriving. Again, yeah. you don't get a reply back to that specifically, mm-hmm. um, which I understand because at all one time weren't we all really are uh, kind of ego driven yeah, yeah. i heavily admit i was its self reflection be like nope i put my hand up i was kind of a jerk to many mm-hmm. people while i thought i knew everything and even now i don't i don't know everything i just mm-hmm. i'm always just wanting to learn and yeah. be like if i can the more i learn the more i can help myself my family mm-hmm. and somebody else that i care about mm-hmm. that's my only goal and yeah. that's i feel like it hopefully it comes across to a lot of people that I that I talk to about this, I do get a lot of feedback saying, "Hey, you know, you're not so pushy like all those vegans I talk to." Mm-hmm. In my head, I'm like, "I don't know who these vegans are because I've never <laughs> met one." Yeah. Yeah. I see it on YouTube sometimes, though. Are they fake? Or? Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah, I don't know anybody like that. I mean, like the that.
1: online world—that's like yeah, old. like that's totally <laughs> that's different. different. With mm. like whether you're vegan or not, there's mm. always people online saying things that they wouldn't normally be saying to your face. Yeah, like. Yeah. And so I, I do feel like a lot of those stereotypes come from the online.
2: Yeah. Like, the commenting. angry vegan. Yeah. And the, yeah. Even though people post bacon all the time to me. And I just, I just <laughs> say, yeah. cool. I'm not sure how to take that. It's a picture yeah. of bacon. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. But it's, it's interesting the, the different personalities people have online and, mm-hmm. and off. Like I've definitely had it with at this last show coming up to it. You know, someone I was talking to was just heavily against plant-based, telling me I'm doing it all wrong. And then online, he kind of—this is where his level of knowledge, I realized, came to. He posted an article from his so-called coach,
3: mm-hmm. who's a
2: well-known guy. I won't mention it, but a well-known guy in the industry here mm-hmm. as well, uh, runs a lot of stuff here, saying you know soy gives men boobs. <sighs> and I kind of, yeah. I kind of sat there, I looked at what he linked to me, and he showed me, and I just face palmed hard, and I was just like, yeah. okay. But I saw it, and I was like, this is a huge opportunity for me to talk to this guy. And talk in a good manner and just be like, okay, how do I, yeah. how do, I do this? Because yeah. I have so many people from this trainer's page who are huge bodybuilders in this industry. I have the guy I was talking to, and I was yeah. like, here's an opportunity. And the conversation went so sideways. Oh, really? <laughs> I was in shock yeah, sitting there like, I can't be any more polite. I was like, I don't Aww. know what to do here. Yeah. Um, with uh, the guy I was talking to who is a trainer here, um he took it fairly well in this first conversation he was like he was like okay well this is i believe him and he's an expert blah 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 which he's done very well for Mm -hmm. himself you know he's not right on this topic but he's done very well for himself so credit to all that and he just wanted to believe him he's his coach i get it Mm -hmm. they're friends but he was very respectful his coach on the other hand was just swearing calling me a you know soy boy and f this f that and i was just in there and i was like I was like, do you, and I tried to talk with a friend, like, do you understand, like, how I'm talking, yeah. you know, res- respectfully, and, and he was, he was like, yeah, I kind of get that, but, you know, he's right, haha and I was like, and I just, I kept looking at the thread, like, you know, but if I said the slightest thing, which I didn't, and yeah. I was like, I'm not going to, because this is what they're all looking for, I me to say one thing, yes. and the angry vegan came to his page, and just, we're, just got yeah. all, got all upset, he just kept on going off, swearing at people, calling people names, on his own page, this is his yeah. own page for wow. his brand and then he finally blocked me and, and this
0: was all to do with the soy conversation this, this was to
2: do with the soy one specifically and
0: they're worried
1: about that giving man boobs meanwhile they're literally drinking titty juice we- <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> i so badly wanted yeah, to say yeah, that yeah, but i would have
1: wanted to say that yeah. oh yeah. start man breastfeeding yeah adult. You don't need
2: to No, it's the. I mean, the. I've had the comment from in the gym as well. Like, are you worried about soy? Mm -hmm. And I say, listen, if soy gave you boobs, you know, I still need to gain a bigger chest, so I'll eat more. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like I. One of the feedback you get from the judges is, I need more depth, build a thicker chest, and I'm like, all right. I'm improving on year on year. I eat as much soy as possible. It doesn't work.
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. We did a yeah. whole episode on soy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: just we to break address down the that science because it's, yeah. it is really common, especially it from is. men hearing that. Like yeah. the mm-hmm. whole episode was about like debunking yeah. that myth of yeah. giving man boobs because mm-hmm. that seems to be a big concern for a lot of men who it's want to avoid soy for that reason.
2: Yeah, and it's in the. Uh, again the fitness industry it's probably even more so Mm -hmm. because they think they have to eat so much of it now yeah and they're like well if i have a chance of but it's like they suddenly think they're gonna wake up one day and be double d's and uh, (laughs) i'm not sure where their thought process comes (laughs) from but i'm like it doesn't really work like that yeah um i'm honest with how much i eat you know i probably have you know one to three servings a day depending on the day of the week Mm -hmm. and i've listened you know you've heard of dr michael greger yeah uh, nutrition facts Yeah, yeah i've I usually try and link his uh, his video just cuz he talks yeah. so well and he explains it so well yeah. about, you know, it's still, you know, four to five servings, I think he says is the most you should have in a day because yeah. the IGF-1 factor
0: yeah. still comes in. Which has doesn't even like have to do with the estrogen conversation. It's, <laughs> it's what, like with it's, that, you'd have to eat like 30 servings a day or something, yeah. like 10 servings a day. You'd
2: have to eat something ridiculous yeah. and yeah. even then he's trying to explain to people how their phytoestrogens yeah. and how it, you know, it's actually been, it's actually showing as a treatment not now, obviously, because yep. people just aren't going to accept it, but a treatment yeah. for breast cancer yeah. patients because the risk, it can yeah. actually help it. And, you know, when I first came across that, again, when I went vegan, I believed the soy thing. Okay. Let me just put that clearly for yeah. the record for everyone listening. I believed it. I mm-hmm. thought it was true. So I wouldn't touch tofu. I didn't know what tempeh was back yep. then. I wouldn't touch it when I first did it. I was only sticking with lentils, peas, and just veggies and potatoes and rice. And then I started researching once I realized how good I felt. I, you know, again, when I started going, okay, what have I been told? Throw it out to the side.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Researching plant-based diets for bodybuilding, tofu came up a lot, and I was mm-hmm. like, okay, I can't stick to my old, you know, habits of saying no. This causes man boobs. I need to start off fresh, and I just went and researched. And I have his book, How Not to Diet, where it came up. Yeah. I read that. Came across it. And I was like, how did I ever believe that? I saw the original study that caused mm. people to think. Uh, Men gain boobs from eating soy, and I was like, "That's the stupidest study I've ever seen." Yeah, yeah. and it's done
1: such long term. It's had such a long term impact, impact.
0: and
2: it's so old. It's I don't understand how it stuck around for so long. But
0: meanwhile, there's like a study linking fish consumption to lowered lowered testosterone now because of all the endocrine disrupting chemicals that end up in the flesh of the fish. Yeah. So those are called like xenoestrogens, and they actually like increase your estrogen <laughs> and lower testosterone. Yeah. So these people, these like bodybuilders, they're not gonna touch soy but then they're eating like their salmon probably. It's the
2: same with like chicken, you're still yeah, getting a lot yeah, of alien yeah. estrogen. Oh yeah.
0: It's, it's all coming from animal products yeah. and then like the man made mm-hmm. estrogens and everything.
2: Yeah, it's it's tricky. I feel like until there's bigger brands that start really promoting whole foods plant-based stuff and they actually Mm -hmm. talk about a brand that people recognize and i say like the fitness industry like if muscle farm or someone came out and said we have this soy-based protein Mm -hmm. post all the research it doesn't do this doesn't that's the only time i believe the the bro science people will be like whoa like i can't believe this is true now
1: or if joe rogan comes out or if he goes and says (laughs) it yeah
2: i don't think it sponsors it like that (laughs) but um yeah, it's it's interesting. It's definitely fun having the conversation with people. Um, I'd say when I, yeah. when I first went vegan in the gym and I was getting in shape, putting on size and everything, it was more frustrating to get the question, you know, where do I get my protein? Um, I still answered it in a yeah. light way every single time, but I was, you know, kind of afterwards, I'd be like, again? Like, it's, it's been three times this week. Mm-hmm. And it would be a weekly basis at the Steve Nash in South Surrey. I would get that conversation a lot. I'd say in the last probably year and a half, I've had the question maybe twice. And okay. it's just because of how far veganism has trended. Everybody knows yeah. what I would eat. And they're more confirming what I eat. Mm-hmm. They'd be like, oh, you probably eat a lot of chickpeas and lentils and some tofu. And I'm like, yeah,
0: it's great. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's learning. <laughs> yeah, it's,
2: it's, it's funny. Like when I, when I wrote the diet plans yeah. for some people and they say, well, what am I supposed to eat, and eat for protein? Like I usually have my, my chicken, mm-hmm. my salmon and my beef. And I'm like, all right, we'll get rid of that. And you know I'm gonna add in chickpeas, tofu, tempeh, uh, pea protein, mm-hmm. rice protein. Um, and I start listing off like beans and lentils. Mm-hmm. and I list off like ten to twelve things. And I'm like, instead of having these three things, you're gonna have these twelve.
0: Yeah yeah, so much more variety. You're
2: gonna enjoy your food a mm-hmm. lot more.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, and that's like part of the yeah. part of the conversation I have with people is they say they don't like tofu, or they don't like the texture of it. And I say, you'd like the dry chicken breast you eat with broccoli? <laughs> because I know that's what you're doing. And yeah. they say, well, no, but I do that for a purpose. And I'm like, and I there make my go. tofu taste good. Yeah. I've experimented with it for my flavor palette. I like my food, mm-hmm. every meal, I like it. Mm-hmm. And not to mention, I have a chef at home who's just a wizard. And I'm like, I used to just put ketchup and sriracha. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. And now she
2: cooks around, I'm like, what is this? Peanut glaze? Oh, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> this is delicious. Nice. Um, so yeah, Mika's taught me a lot, but it's a, it's yeah. a journey. I'm not a chef. And, but when I first went plant-based and I have friends over and I'd make different stir fries and spaghettis and stuff, they'd be like, dude, you're such a good cook. And I'm like, not really. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. I just I took some black pepper and I yeah. <laughs> yeah. and It's just a bunch of plants. And everyone's like, well, it's delicious. I like, gave me the recipe. And I'm like, I couldn't tell you what the recipe is. I looked in the fridge and just threw things together. And a lot yeah. of my meals when I cook myself are basically that. I strictly just go by my macros. I make sure I'm getting enough of whatever time of the year it is for my carbs proteins and fats and i eat it
0: that was my next question actually mm. what macro ratios you try to adhere to for like your bulk sure. versus your cutting
2: yeah no absolutely i love talking <laughs> macros i measure everything by calorie by gram uh, okay. by weight so you know for anybody listening i do offer my entire um vegan meal plan for my bulk and um, my cut this year for the show um for free you know i don't do any customizations for it for people but it has my bulk on there has my cutting plan week by week day by day what i ate just because people are always wanting to know what did you eat to get so low body fat and get on stage so i'm like it's free just go learn from it so what i did for the show is you know i started at about 400 to 450 grams of carbs um, about 150 grams of protein and about 70 to 80 grams of fat and over the course of the i only did a 12-week prep which is half of the time you really should do, Uh, but I started off a little bit low low body fat. I don't really gain the body fat over winter like other people do from just eating whole foods and keeping fats low. Um, But by the time the show came, the lowest carbs I went to was a hundred and I felt terrible. Um, I did that for a day and a half. Following the little bit of misconception, misinformation that some people were telling me like, you know, if you do low carb for like two, three days, you can really get the deep cuts In your abs and obliques, and I was like, "Well, I already kind of like the way they look, but sure, let me try it because I want to experiment." Mm
3: -hmm.
2: And let me just try it with this. I felt terrible, um, and these are friends that felt terrible throughout their entire prep. They're on zero carb, and I was like, "I did a hundred, and I can't live like that." I remember what keto was like; didn't want any part of it. Mm -hmm. Went back to 220 a day at my lowest. um, Joking with friends that I was eating cereal still bananas on my oatmeal (laughs) and they're like you can't have fruit you're cutting for a show and I'm like I'm eating an apple right now (laughs) I do what I want yeah I do what I want eating gummy bears (laughs) but it was it was completely different um so when I got to the show you know I I don't have excessive protein like other people I did Mm -hmm. about 120 to 150 throughout the entire prep I still do the same thing for my bulk I haven't changed my protein levels at all Uh, Fats are the big thing that changed. It started at about 80 grams at the start of the prep, right down Mm -hmm. to about 50. Um, Right now, you know, dude, I'm trying to experiment with fats. I'm probably still about 50 to 60 a day. And then protein, like I said, about the same. Carbs is a big thing that changed. Um, I eat anywhere from 600 to 1,000 grams of carbs a day now. Um, A lot of fruit. It's all whole foods. A lot of rice right now. Incorporating a lot of yams and sweet potato. um, Baking them. Just enjoy experimenting. Um, but it's yeah I offer it all if somebody wants to to learn you know that's why I started writing custom plans for people because you know at a certain point talking with more and more people and like what they currently eat and they're not quite sure where they're even quote-unquote going wrong I don't like using the term wrong Mm -hmm. but um, not efficient enough I guess you could say Um, I realized that over the years that I've been breaking down foods to the macros and to the calories and overall knowing how a day should look everybody's a little bit different but kind of should look for somebody's body type and where they want to go realize you know i i can offer something to people and i was like Mm -hmm. this is actually really cool this is totally accidental it's not like it was a career Mm -hmm. choice and i don't do it for a career um it's not my job at all i just do it as a passion project to say okay well i have someone write down what they eat they whatsapp me every single meal for two days I take an average and I just show them, in all honesty, what they what it looks like, and they come back saying, "Whoa!" And I'm like, one guy ate almost, uh, I think it was about 160 grams of fat a day and didn't even know. Um, yeah, it can you,
0: happen. <laughs> it's like all d- the nut butters and avocados. Nut and butters oils a lot, of, a lot of takeout. Yeah, a yeah, lot,
2: a lot of fast food and takeout, and that was a big thing to me when I ate out at like Earls or Browns. And I actually looked up the sauces, and I was like, yeah. this is 60 grams of fat. Yeah. Are you kidding me? I was like, in what? This is a tofu <laughs> salad. <Yeah. laughs> like, and then I looked at the sauces, French and I was like, just yeah, yeah, just get the oils out. Yeah. Um, I remember during last uh, last summer, it was, uh, uh, I guess, my father-in-law's birthday, and it went to Brown's. And I was like, I could probably get this. And I ordered it, and I was like, I should probably check this. I've been doing really well on this prep. I don't want to mess it up with one meal here. Like I'm very, very strict on this. Mm-hmm. So I looked it up and that's when I realized it was well over I like, think, 50 grams of fat for that one meal. And I already had one bite and I was like, mm. I'm not eating it. And I was like, I'll eat when I'm home. I got wow. my meals already prepped. I don't need to eat this. And I just talked with everybody. I was like, I'm not touching yeah. it. Um, but it's, it's, it's kind of interesting, but um, the, so the, the two biggest things I'd say for that I've seen being plant-based in this fitness industry mm-hmm. and the misconceptions to other people is, Carbs have been demonized. I no longer understand that Um, with the research I've done and now testing it for three different shows and only getting better. I don't understand that the slightest bit, especially when I can feel so good during the prep. Uh, You know, you're still tired because my body wants more than I'm actually consuming.
3: Mm
2: -hmm. Um, But there's a lot of timing of when I bring in the nutrients so my gym workouts are still great. And then, you know, after the workouts, yeah, I cut it down because I use the majority for breakfast and for my workouts. That's when Mm -hmm. I want the fast-acting carbs. That's when I'll use them. It's worked great for me. Um, Internally, I'm only getting healthier. And when I turn up on show day and everybody's just dead, laying on the ground, not wanting to be here, diet face, Mm -hmm. they look like skeletons and I'm kind of bouncing around and and just working out and be Like, yeah, can we get pumped up yet? And everyone wants to be happy, but I can tell they're kind of dead. And that's where I I really want to focus my attention is you can do shows. You can get in great shape, better shape than... Eating meat in a lot of respects. Um, not that you can't do it, eating meat because it's clearly been proven. But if yeah. you can do it by feeling good throughout the entire mm-hmm. prep, mm-hmm. getting the results, training more often because the inflammation level recovers so quickly. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I spoke to CBC and you know in that interview, and I explained one of the big points I wanted to make was I can train the same body part two, three times a week, and the people I train with over the years are meat eaters. And they can't keep up with it and there's been numerous people that's how come i'm so confident saying that because all these people are bigger than me yeah. they can lift more weight they're yeah. they're in a lot of respect they're in better shape than me as well they're just bigger people
3: yeah.
2: um my first training partner before my first show was six foot three 230 240 pounds built guy um we were lifting the same weight and pretty much every single workout. And when it came back around to be like, okay, it's you know it's shoulder day again. He'd be like, I can't do shoulders. And he's like, we just did that three days ago. And I'm like, yeah, it's time again. It's like, what do you mean? <laughs> we kept running into that. Yeah. I was like, all right, well, you take a day off. I got to keep going. And then, you know, last year was the same thing. And training with people. And I'm like, well, I'm going to train chest again. And they're like, oh, mine's still sore from five days ago. And I'm like, oh. mine was fine two days later. Like the yeah. next day, extremely sore. And yeah. then suddenly I'm fine again. Yeah. Um, I believe before it was you need to have excessive protein to recover it. Protein requirement is still needed to recover the muscles, but it's just, just the level of inflammation that wakes, makes way more of a difference. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that point. The other side of it is everybody knows you want to get in good shape, you got to do that morning fasted cardio. You know, you wake up in the morning at 5 a.m., you go hit the Stairmaster for an hour. That's the only way you're going to get on stage. My coach last year, Paul Revelia uh, out of uh, Miami, he has a a couple of uh, vegan athletes, one's an IFPB pro. Um, he was the first one to say to me when I was going over my plan with him mm-hmm. uh, for the night of champions last day, he was like, you're not doing a single day of morning cardio. And I was like, thank you, but what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, don't I need to? And he was, he was like, nope, it's complete misinformation. You don't have to do it. And I was like, okay. And then he was the one to really guide me on how to do my macros. He didn't really know what foods to eat mm-hmm. because I was plant-based, but he knew doing a plant-based was different because he had clients. So he said, you choose your foods, follow these macros and then show me what you're going to eat and he'll agree with me or disagree with me. Mm -hmm. So we changed my carbs around, complex carbs or fruit carbs at certain times of the day. So I learned a lot from that, but the fact of doing not as a minute of morning cardio, I was doing, friends were doing an hour every single post-workout. I was doing 20 to 30 minutes, probably four times a week. I stepped it up to seven days a week, but still only 30 minutes. So I did, I probably say I did about 30% of the cardio of everybody else Mm -hmm. that I kind of knew anyways. And I still came in as detailed and ripped as pretty much everybody else. Uh, And I would sit there thinking about that, just like, wow, how much extra time did I have? Just making sure I only ate whole foods, plant-based. How much energy did I have? But I didn't have to be on that treadmill, which I hate. I don't want to be, you know, can watch as much Netflix as you want. It's still boring. (laughs) (laughs) So those were the two big things. Um, How often I could train, um, the level of carbs I could eat. And, you know, I didn't have to do excessive cardio just to get on stage and i enjoyed my entire prep and i'm only enjoying it more and more the next show is going to be even better it would be summer next year for the van pro and i can't help but want to just walk in backstage and just start talking (laughs) to people like do you understand (laughs) how good i felt though (laughs) it's another way you know and it's the argument like if you want to go the animal side it's you know if you could look if you look the same like be on stage Mm -hmm, one had to kill you know a hundred animals the other one you didn't have to kill anybody wouldn't you choose that one to be just a good human some people honestly say no they don't care about animals they like the taste I'm like alright well I can't really not going to talk to you about that avenue let's talk environmental how about that (laughs) (laughs) you care about your family no okay Um, but that's that's part of the argument it's like well and that's opened up a lot of people's eyes just Mm -hmm. that question because um I think, uh, I want to say it was James Aspie when I saw him here, we talked about that a little bit. He used to be a, a personal trainer as well. So we talked about that when I, when he was here in Vancouver a few years back. Um, and that kind of stuck with me as well, that kind of little conversation. I was like, ah, oh, that's actually an interesting way to put it. You know, he talks about God and what a God wants you to do this. And I yeah. kind of yeah. use it the same way yeah. with, with fitness. You know, yeah. if you could look this way, look the same, but one kills, one doesn't yeah. kind of call me a robot. if you want. I'm just logical. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would just choose the no harm. And I, and I have, and I'm enjoying every minute of it kind of thing. Like, I'm not turning back anytime soon. <laughs> yeah, it
1: sounds like you're doing, like, an amazing job at it, too. Thanks. I'm and influencing people along the way.
2: Hope, Hopefully, right? <laughs> yeah, it sounds
1: like it, for sure.
2: Hopefully. I'm happy to say, like, I've helped um, not hundreds of people, but I managed to help a lot of people's
1: mm-hmm.
2: mindsets at least start to think about the other side.
3: Yeah.
2: Uh, which is where it all starts. Yeah. You know, you have to understand it's when I talk activism in other... Vegan people ask me, like, well, how do you do it? Because they like the way I talk or whatever. Mm-hmm. They, they like how I do it. I just say you have to understand everybody's on their own journey. Mm-hmm. You were at one point. I was on one point. Yeah. Like, I didn't wake up at 14 and be like, I can make my own decisions. I'm not eating animals. Yeah. I love fish sticks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? Check fingers. I wasn't. I had no idea. Yeah. And even when I went vegan, I didn't even understand the concept that the beef burger I ate was once an animal.
3: Yeah.
2: That much disconnect existed. I didn't understand that was actually an animal. Yeah. And now that I realize it kind of makes me feel gross you know when I have to be in business meetings and we're in a steakhouse and everybody's yeah. digging in talking about how it's cut and I'm eating my you know custom-made mushroom risotto every yeah. chef makes me something amazing <laughs> yeah. and I'm eating it just like okay just ignore what they're saying it's yeah. okay and then everyone looks at my food like dude your food looks amazing can I try some I'm like you should have just ordered it too yeah, <laughs> yeah. you'd feel a lot better after yeah. instead of falling asleep for four hours it's you know <laughs> exactly. you feel a lot better um yeah it's it's cool there's so many benefits yeah. to it though even like my business partner um, Tyler he's been doing kind of keto and just healthy eating for what he thought a lot of meat eating a lot of yeah. egg whites you know he's made the change to wanted to do plant-based I think he's on like day seven can't stop about how great he's feeling oh, um, that's
3: so good. and
2: it's done for him he's a very very business he's kind of turning into a serial entrepreneur mm-hmm. um, he has his own podcast as well like um, doing his thing but his thing was, you finally realized you can actually focus and have a lot more energy being plant-based mm-hmm. um, than eating meat, and that was a big drive for him. That's what I've talked to him about before, but it hasn't really stuck with him. So he yeah. came to it, again, on his own journey, came all the way around to it, watched Game Changers as well, came around to it, be like, I should try this, yeah. and now he's feeling so great. You know, he works 14, 15-hour days pretty regularly juggling so many companies, and he needs to have... He needs to get off all the monster energy drinks, really. Oh, yeah.
3: Yeah. He, he was
2: having three, four a day just to keep up with the demand. And oh. I'd be like, you know, I think one day he had a, a monster energy drink. He wrote carrot juice on a an napkin and wrapped it around it. He <laughs> sat down. He was like, see, Rav, I'm not drinking monster anymore. And oh, i oh, like, you could start. just actually have carrot juice yeah, and help. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Maybe some beet juice. That would probably do yeah. the trick. Yeah. yeah.
0: that nitric oxide. Yeah, exactly. Your circulation going. <laughs> yeah. That's
2: actually really good using it as a pre-workout. It's yeah. actually amazing. I haven't... Yeah. I'm trying to figure out a way to do it regularly, but when I've had it and I go work out,
3: yeah.
2: the vascularity in the chest and yeah. shoulders is just kind of bonkers. So I want to do that for my prep next year when yeah, like real lean and it's be like, memes. I look like Google Maps. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> Although yeah, my, I don't yeah. think my fiance would like that look too much. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh,
0: that's funny. Um just one quick question about, like, specifically protein. So, mm-hmm. in, like, the 150 grams, are you using protein powders, mm. hemp seeds, like, just, t- like, tempeh, tofu, and beans? What's your kind of go-to?
2: Yeah, so um, I was doing a lot of smoothies during okay. the last prep and the bulk. It's uh, It was a very easy way for me to get the calories I needed. Um, for the past four years, I was using uh, Farmer Freaks' Vegan Freak protein powder. Um I've researched a lot of the vegan powders. A lot of them have a lot of greens in them, a lot of natural, this, organic, that. So pretty much, I haven't come across a vegan powder that's actually, looks like it's bad for you yet, compared to like all the whey powders, which is just artificial, artificial, yeah. here's some milk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, that doesn't really make sense. But I was using theirs, um, Ergogenics was nice enough um, to send me some samples of their of their protein powder yeah. and a adrenaline, liquid adrenaline workout thing. Um, I've, I've actually got a review I'm gonna post for their stuff. and little tip tastes great it's actually
0: yeah pretty impressed
2: you've tried it as well yeah Yeah, the liquid adrenaline for my work like instead of having coffee yeah it was night and day difference i'm just, like drinking it just like i can't believe this is making such a difference looking at the ingredients what is it because i have i have to analyze everything and say what is it in these ingredients that's making me feel so good um haven't figured out yet but in general (laughs) it's it's a great tasting thing um right now because of kind of where my digestion went after the show Probably like I said, raising uh, raising fats a little bit too aggressively, maybe calories too aggressively too quick, not reverse dieting properly. Um too many cardam donuts after the show, maybe. <laughs> Did have about six in one sitting, mm, it was very cardam- good. <laughs> <laughs> I tagged them in it, they sent me a message, dude, this is awesome and I yeah. was like, I feel sick now. <laughs> I had way too many. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, so I had to cut out the smoothies. Um it caused some type of you know, diluting the stomach acid too much, Mm -hmm. too many calories going in. So I cut it out um, to be like, okay, let me just stick to whole foods again. Let me get off the protein powders, um, get off the pre-workouts and everything. Just cut out all the supplements. My my worry was I was going to start dropping weight um, aggressively because I'm not getting, you know, almost 2,000 calories a day from smoothies. I didn't drop anything. And I didn't really get those 2,000 calories back through the food. I got maybe 1,000. So I was like... You know, after a few weeks, I realized, I was like, I'm only going up in weight. But that led me to believe, I was like, I don't think I was personally digesting the smoothies as well as I thought I was. Right. Um, so I switched to kind of smoothie bowls and just straight oatmeal bowls. So it's thicker. Mm-hmm. Um, I still use chia and hemp, um, ground it, put it on there or soak it. It's great as a topper. Um, I use, a, I switched to using the protein powder every now and then the weekends and like pancakes. So baking okay. with it um, and thickening up. Uh, My oatmeal, if I was going to have a full meal replacement Mm -hmm. as just the oatmeal bowl, I would add some protein to that as well. Um, In terms of other supplements, I use uh, maybe C4 as a pre-workout. They're a vegan brand as well. One of the biggest ones on the market, when I found out they were vegan, I was like, it's awesome. Is it a
0: (laughs) pre-workout? It's a pre-workout,
2: yeah. I use like a third of a scoop because I don't need that much caffeine. very sensitive to supplements, so I use a little bit. But in general, protein, like I said, it's crazy when some people ask, "What do I eat for my protein and how much?" And I kind of say, "Yeah, I just stick with I have beans every now and then, have some lentils mm-hmm. pre-cooked," and then they're like, "Okay, but how do you measure your meals?" And I'm like, "I don't really." I'm <laughs> mm-hmm. like, "I kind of measured it at a certain point. I wrote out my weekly diet, like I right. said in the Google Doc, and I just kind of know what it is and how much is in there, and I no longer count it, um, which is bonkers to everybody else, but." I realized when I started counting it and I started realizing no I need to go 200 grams I think mm-hmm. and I went to 250 which was after the show as well which might have been how come I got a little bit sick I don't, I'm not really sure but I got to 250 just because my calories got so high so it was yeah. a lot of rice a lot of foods just built up and I didn't feel good on it I didn't feel good on a uh, that much protein yeah I dropped it way back down to 150 to 120 and I feel amazing after every meal I don't get bloated um, I'm hungry about an hour and a half to two hours later, so I can get lots of meals in through the day. I try not to overeat in one meal. Five six meals is perfect throughout the day. Like, sometimes it's just hard cooking enough, um, even though I work from home. You mm-hmm. know, four hours go by and I've been on calls and on stop, and I'm like, oh, guys, I gotta eat. I'm getting hungry. <laughs> I get I get hungry when I when I miss a meal. Yeah. Um, I like my food, <laughs> but yeah. So try not to use too many supplements to rely on them, but. I do, you know, we'll promote them with clients, say, if you're in a bind and you need to eat a protein bar because you're going to miss a meal, just go grab a Mm -hmm. Vega bar or something. Mm -hmm. Um, You want to have smoothies, throw some protein there, make it a full meal replacement. Use lots of berries, bananas, any fruits you have. um, Some green spinach is great in there, parsley. Um, It's, you know, just mix it in. I've used bell peppers in there now. That was actually from Michael Gregory he had a, yes. his cookbook. I saw him put like a half a red pepper in there and there, and, there and I was like, that works.
3: <laughs>
1: so I
2: did it, and I was like, oh, that's a good spicy kick. <laughs> and it's actually oh, that's pretty good.
1: good idea. I've never thought of that. Yeah, his,
2: cook, his, his cookbook is a pretty awesome surprise from a, yeah. a doctor. I don't know yeah. who helped him write it, but <laughs> yeah. he's, a, he's a funny guy. Uh, but yeah, I try not to rely on too many supplements. Yeah. I, need, you know, I do take a B vitamin every now and then. I have a lot of nutritional yeast, so I'm not super concerned about if i'm taking it enough i get blood work done once a year full breakdown um not necessarily for myself anymore because when i have these talks i can tell people like i just had my blood work done i get done once a year. it's always looking good because i would say when i wasn't getting it done even before i think about it from the other person's point of view and they're like well Mm -hmm. have you had your blood work done maybe you're super sick and you don't know and i'm like you know right you're probably right you you could be right so how about i go get it done and just show you the results so i do that and i'm like all right well my whole goal in life is even with business i train my team to try and answer every question mm-hmm. before i ask a question mm-hmm. so if i'm going to ask a question i need to make sure my question answers all the follow-up questions that that person's going to ask yeah that's what i try and train my team and instead of them saying rab i don't know how to do this and I'm like, what am I gonna? And I just have to say back, what am I gonna ask you? And they're like, yeah. Oh, I shouldn't ask you. They're okay? <laughs> <laughs> like, You're gonna ask this, this, and this. Let me go back. And yeah. I'm like, All right, thank you. So I do the same thing from my own point of view. If I'm gonna, yeah. someone's gonna say, if I'm gonna say, well, you can eat this for protein. They can ask, well, how much, how often? So I just give that in my full spiel, and they're like, Okay, cool. And I'm like, Okay, that was Yeah, that's a easy. good practice to have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just it,
1: in life and like you said in business too, just in general. Good. I
2: I find it it's helped so far, anyways. Yeah. I try not to come across too direct with people or make anybody upset but if I can give an honest full answer mm-hmm. to people then pe- I've noticed everybody really appreciates it yeah um sure. and I'll stop and talk in the gym with people for 20 minutes at a time even though it will disrupt my workout and kind of ruin it, and I'll just head home because my body's cooled down yeah but if it's to do with nutrition and I'm not in like prep and I'm not yeah. you know if I go to the gym today I'm not in any type of prep and if someone wants to talk plant-based diets and how they can do it I'm gonna stop And I'm gonna say, I'd love to talk to you about it. I'm not gonna say, message me later. I don't have time for you. Yeah. Because honestly, I'll come across as the angry vegan who doesn't want to talk to you. you. Yeah, Yeah, that's really
3: nice.
1: It
2: makes uh, it. I find it just makes a big difference with how people see me being vegan and a fitness athlete, and kind of trying to get rid of that Mm -hmm. stereotype that we talked about before. Yeah. That apparently everybody's angry. Yeah. Because I work out, I'm probably always angry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> of course. <Yeah.
0: laughs> nice. Were there any last uh, thoughts or tips or anything you wanted to share?
2: Um, no, not really. Just very happy I got this opportunity um, to kind of talk on my first podcast here. Um, got another article coming out with BC Vegan Magazine this Christmas. Um, covers a, covers uh, my five tips for uh, vegan fitness health. Um, it was a lot of fun doing the first issue yeah. with them. Uh, I think a few months ago now, the first issue came out. I was in that one. Um, like I said, just nice. starting up my own brand more and more as every month goes along. Uh, v Gains Online, Facebook, and Instagram um, podcast, YouTube show is literally being made next week now.
1: That's <laughs> exciting! Myself yeah. and Miss
2: V Gaines is yeah, the yeah. the chef, and I'm the fitness guy. So oh, that's great. we're uh, yeah, we're just on this journey just to try yeah. and help people as much as possible. Like I'm very honest with people to say I don't know all the answers. Mm-hmm. I'm not here to be the person to know all the answers. I'm just here to help and research as much as I can to help mm-hmm. someone else.
1: Yeah. with their journey. Yeah, point them in the right direction. And
2: that's it. And it was the same thing before like when I promoted keto. Big thing I used to talk about was um for cancer treatments because it can be used for cancer treatments. Mm-hmm. Um we don't need to get into that but I had friends, uh, a few friends that had loved ones who had cancer, you know, gave some tips and stuff and they pulled through and, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't know where they are now, but if I could have helped even 1% with just sharing literally a piece of Mm -hmm. information or a link to some knowledge that I came across, you think about the impact it can have on somebody else's entire life. Totally. So I'm completely on the side of saying, if I know something... I want to figure out ways I can share it in a respectful manner with others because I don't know how many people it can help. Yeah. And I honestly just see it as selfish if I sit here reaping the benefits of something or the knowledge of something even if I'm not using it and if I see someone else mm-hmm. going through a difficult time that they can use and I'd be like, "I don't want to talk about it." Yeah. That's just selfish and I probably couldn't live with myself doing that. Yeah. Yeah. So, we've always my whole family like we're all about giving back. I've only gone on that journey more and more, you know, we're planning our own animal sanctuary. Um, probably in Habitsphere, that's our, uh, my and kind of life goal. Um, so we just want to rescue as many animals as we can, Amazing. provide for them. And, you know, we're fortunate enough to have a company that mm-hmm. brings in enough money to mm-hmm. be able to support a sanctuary. And I'm like, well, what do I use my money for now? Yeah. You know, I give back, we do donations and I do Toys for Tots drives myself and kind of need to see bigger picture stuff and say, okay, well, how can I help more and more? Mm-hmm. It's like... One of the things that means a lot to me is animals. And, yeah. you know, we have two dogs. We're dogs sitting for a friend. It's just an emergency yeah. situation. I'm like, I drove from downtown Vancouver to Alder Grove and back downtown just to take care of him. <laughs> just to say, <laughs> pump, I will take too. him. A pump, I was like, <laughs> yeah. I will take him to my hotel at the Fairmont. <laughs> they didn't like him because yeah. he was barking when he was left alone. And I was Ooh. like, I'll just take him myself. So I had to miss wow. out on some activities with the family. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's uh, Mika's 31st birthday weekend. I'm like, well, this is just what we have yeah. to do. What a great you know. example
1: um, you're setting for your children as well. That's amazing. Yeah,
2: yeah they've, they've made a lot, a lot of cute comments about it. Like, oh, I'm sad Papa didn't get to come here. But he was looking after Champ. And that's very <laughs> nice of Papa. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like yeah, I wish I could come too. <laughs> <Thank> you. <laughs> you guys had fun swimming though? Okay. <laughs> I went on an hour walk. Yeah. I got some great cardio today. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I swear, it's great weather for it. Not meant to be doing cardio right now, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll save that for the, for the summer. Yeah. But yeah, so all in all, myself, the vegans brand growing um, Van Pro show will be next year. Um, my plan is to have my IFBB Pro Card within three to five years, open up an animal sanctuary, promote the sanctuary with the Pro Card, have my plant-based nutrition certificate from Cornell University. I'm taking that next year. Mika's um, going to do the same thing and we're just going to have Kind of a, an animal sanctuary but almost crisscrossed with a sort of theme park so cool. I'll let that people, amazing yeah, yeah. I'll let people are yeah. going think about what that'll yeah. in- inhale yeah. but um, we've got a lot of ideas written down and it's all going to be completely respectful to the animals mm-hmm. There's not like a petting zoo yeah I was gonna walk in and do that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> seen too much of that go on yeah. uh, but it's yeah we've got some pretty big goals in having an on-site gym for me to do training, having nutrition classes. Which you guys will probably be there for that. Yeah. So, <laughs> being some teachers. Cool. Are, yeah, we're excited to follow uh,
1: along on all of that.
2: Yeah, me too. This life's about a journey, and yeah. if you can't keep learning and helping others, then what are you hustling for? Exactly. Yeah. What are you doing? You can, you can do something bigger. Yeah. Everybody's capable of it.
1: But. For sure. And for people who want to get in touch with you, what yeah. is the best way? You did mention your social media, mm-hmm. um, but do you have a preference for the best way for people to get in contact?
2: The biggest way people contact me right now is my Instagram page, uh, VGains Online, VGains with an S. Um, I get messages on there constantly. I reply to every single one. I don't miss a message. I've made a lot of good friends. Um, from them just randomly messaging me saying hey I saw you at the gym hope you don't mind uh-huh. and I'm like I see that little blurb I'm like oh so cool <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know, I turned the the biggest smoke because there's not because I live in Chilliwack now I was in yeah. Abbotsford before that there's not many vegan people out east yeah uh, Vancouver there's there's a few more fitness athletes here out there there's not so the the day last summer where I walked into a GNC and a younger guy was down there and he was like, "He was like, hey, aren't you the vegan bodybuilder? Are you vegans online? And I was just down there <laughs> like, oh my God. <laughs> <What is happening? laughs> I was like, yeah, who, who are you? And he just introduced himself and Aww. I see him at the gym now. He's such a nice guy. <laughs> uh, but I've had that a few times, you know, someone comes up and they're like, are you the vegan bodybuilder here? And I've got my headphones on. And I'm like, I look around. I'm like, um, I'm, I guess so. I don't, I don't know how do I answer that. <laughs> That's awesome. And I made, yeah, you just make good friends uh yeah. like that friends i have to this day that's great um so it's exciting being that's probably why game changers i got so many messages from people i know there because i was the only person they knew to talk to about it yeah and sure. the fact they all want to do it it's like i need to ask rav yeah. yeah. and um you know because i've become good friends with all these people they know i'm an easy person to talk to they can ask me whatever it is how basic the question is no one's shy about it um they'll just say hey i apologize that this comes across weird but what's protein in plants and i'm like no it doesn't come across weird at all i said the same thing five years ago don't worry yeah and i just explained to them but yeah instagram okay so messages
1: welcome to our listeners absolutely don't be shy
2: no (laughs) happy to help anybody and everybody
1: perfect well thank you so much for being here i really enjoyed hearing your story um i think you shared a lot of really amazing and interesting perspectives um and we really appreciate you being here with us thank
2: you so much for having me i really appreciate it this is a lot of fun
1: Thank you so much for listening to vegan boss radio if you enjoy the show be sure to hit subscribe and leave us a five star rating and review we would really appreciate that we've got a lot more episodes coming up and we will be releasing them weekly so to stay in the loop and stay connected you can find us on instagram at vegan underscore boss if you are looking for any support on your journey to going more plant-based or need help with your nutrition, you can find Shauna's information at synergynutrition.ca and on Instagram at synergy underscore nutrition. If you need any support with your business and personal branding or if you're starting a vegan-friendly business, you can find my information at meganmediadesign.com and on instagram at Design. if you have any questions for us are interested in becoming a guest on the show or are interested in any sponsorship opportunities you can contact us at veganbossradio at gmail.com we would love to hear from you thank you again for listening and being part of our vegan boss community